Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where we finally found the exit. Unfortunately, that we have stupid to go deeper. swirly door. Yeah, we have we to go deeper. We found the exit before. Oh, yeah. It just hurt us. Say. Yeah, we, just, we didn't know it was the exit, to be fair. We weren't positive. Now we're positive. Are we positive it's the exit? Yeah, we got directions from 12. I was going to say, it's very uh, 12, yeah. optimistic of you saying you finally found the exit when you do know that you still had to pass through. The Senate of Circles. There's mm-hmm. also a friendly a kobold. kobold merchant. Well, I a was trying to be <laughs> positive, and Rick over here ruining my fun, being like, oh, yeah, but you still have, like, who knows how many more rooms Every time you through. describe him as a friendly kobold merchant, I picture him in the trench coat. What I are you buying? <laughs> you know, I'm picturing him as a Khajiit, like, kobold has wares. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I do have coins, so. I do have coins, so yeah. kobold has wares. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when last we left our heroes, our noble scions, continuing their exploration of the sublevel of the Senate, had made their way out from uh, where they had met with the uh, unknown creature that goes by the name of Vicar. Uh, oh, um, supposed told uh, us hero- he was, uh, he's a gremlin. Told, yes, he did t- t- tell you your, that he was a gremlin of some form. Twelve would never lie to us. Not that that means anything to us. Twelve's so. a being of absolute law. I get the yeah. idea that Fibbin <laughs> is uh, not in his wheelhouse. Yeah. He seemed great. Yeah, I don't think so. Technically speaking, only lying under oath is against the law. That's true. <laughs> That's but true. he has nothing to gain by lying. I don't know what the laws of Axis are. Oh, you know uh, what? That's the, interesting. I'll, I'll write into Luis and ask him to put out a laws of Axis book. <laughs> yep. It could be a pamphlet. It is 5,000 pages. <laughs> five, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get uh, Ron Lundy to come in and write all the laws. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you had made your way out from uh, where the Shrine of Eridan was and made your way into the archives. The book archives, as far as this is concerned, because you've gone through actually a number of other archival storage rooms, uh, which had been full of mannequins and banners and all those other things that you guess they occasionally pulled out of storage and dusted off. But it's kind of like that, uh, what is it, Storage Wars or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> where Show. you never know what you're going to find. Oh, where they never know what they're going to find. They just bid on the uh, what they can see inside of it or whatever. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about that, that actually is most adventuring. Huh? So go into a place that no one's been in a really long time that's and true. see whatever is left just, here that's of value. Yeah. Yeah. Storage yeah. War, and then you find combat. some sort of unholy horror. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's Storage Wars if you also had to be pest control. Well, in that's real true. life, people buying unclaimed storage units have found serial killers and hmm. things. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah no, like, you never know what's going to be hidden in there. That's that's the thing with the storage wars that I think people find funny is sometimes they buy it, it's absolute junk, and sometimes they buy it, and it's like, oh, yeah, here's an antique worth, you know, $5 million. Who knows? I'm hoping for yep. a first edition Charizard. <laughs> <laughs> One of the episodes of that uh, Guillermo del Toro. Um, Cabinet of Curiosity. Yes, yes. Cabinet of Curiosity was a That was a good episode. Thing. I did not like his coverage of uh, of Lovecraft's works. No, I was kind of disappointed by those two stories. But his coverage too. of um, the Graveyard Rats was actually very close to the uh, the original mm. short story. And the Storage Wars one was good. And the it Storage was. one was very good. But you had made your way over and uh, explored the book room, fighting uh, a scroll as well as some books on legs, because reading is fundamental. Reading Goodness is gracious. fundamental. And then met with uh, Factor Twelve. The uh, archivist, some form of uh, arbiter inevitable, you you were able to determine. He was pretty cool, Mo- mostly because he was helpful and friendly. 
Hmm. I did yeah. appreciate the 600 years being a factor of 12. That was pretty good. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had some nice conversations with our companions, which has further submitted that I don't like this Wilfrin jerk. But <laughs> he's pretty cool. Yeah. To be fair, but Wilfrin's Wilfrin under some stress. him <laughs> in his lands, and that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I don't know if any of us actually talked with our halfling friend. Um, uh No, we did not. No, someone should, but it doesn't make any sense for that person to be Verity. Mm-hmm. Eh, I just I just noticed it. I mean, it doesn't mean anything necessarily. But He's been mostly sitting quietly and trying to hope that everyone forgets he exists, because <laughs> he is the only person without a title here, so it's oh, a little yeah, awkward for him. <laughs> Gwen will probably check in with him but when we get out of here and be that's like, right. hey, do you have some place to go? Are you okay? What's yeah. going right. on? Everybody else were like, we know you have like noble lands to go mm. to, but this guy, yeah. I don't know if you've got anything. A lot of these people have already been inviting you to go to their estates. When this yes, is exactly. Yeah. Like, this is just some grand excursion. Yes, we've done a lot of, yes, come come summer with us or whatever. And Dame Trant has decided the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so she's on our side now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Guess <laughs> I so. mean, you know, to be fair, being against the the person who tried to murder everybody kind of, you know, the default. Well, that's a big assumption. <laughs> yeah, because the person that tried to murder everyone is dead. Oh, yeah, that's true. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But being suspicious of the one that somehow was close, you know. Well, that that's part of her issue, as she stated, was uh she can't even try to get revenge. Yeah, because yeah. he's gone. Yeah. So, you know, that Senseless feeling of impotent violence. rage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you had also determined a, uh, a means by which to bypass the uh, trap on the door. The Apparently, you can't tell if it's quite intentional or unintentional trap on the door. Mm. And it also found a journal from a, uh, a noble senator, Eros, Eros uh, Glendower. Yeah. Uh, pertaining towards stuff. his uh, research and uh, experiments into immortality. Mm-hmm. Yes, and his and we don't know what Daigo is. He's some he's some little creature that was almost dying that the senator restored to health. Dagio. Yeah, Dagio is possibly immortal. Yeah. We don't know what kind of creature and then he took was. Though. A, being the master of the circle, literally, instead of realizing it was some sort of wizard cabal, and so now yeah. he's trying to master the geometric circle, not mm-hmm. you know this organization. This. But, but here's the funny part: is he's mastered the circle in a way that has somehow made this door a trap. So like he unlocked magic. something. I don't know what he unlocked, but it was something, and it was magical. You too can learn this power at geometry class. Don't skip it. <laughs> don't sleep on geometry, kids. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure no matter what you choose in the fantasy world of Galarian, you could try to become a master of it and unlock some sort of else. Like if you're just like, I want to be the master of Jello. Oh God! And you no. do deep enough dives into jello, no. gelatinous thing. It's just like, That's and then how... suddenly I've unlocked a means by which I've I've created a jello that turns people into living jello or no. something. Yeah, that's, oh, that's the origin evil. of the gelatinous cube, everyone. Oh God! <laughs> I haven't read it, but that's the uh, the the entire plot of the slithering. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I actually don't know if that's the case. If you're looking at some second edition <laughs> adventures, just some Jello master was like, "All right, let's go." They've laughed at my flan for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you decided to make your way, uh, hopefully, through the door through a chamber referred to as the uh, Senate of Circles, and then past that to uh, you believe where you'll find the exit to the surface. Mm-hmm. Now I am going to roll back the clock real quick. Uh-oh. Huh. As all of you gathered yourselves together. To wake up to set out probably early in the morning, while those of you of the uh, the more religious bent, which I believe is technically just uh, Felix as far as actually needing to pray for one hour to regain spellcasting mm. ability. 
do your sp- spell preparation and uh, it takes a little bit longer because uh, Oliver and Cornelius are both having to squeeze in next to each other to read the same spell book mm-hmm. to prepare new spells. <laughs> wait, wait, don't turn the page. I'm not memorized yet. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I need burning hands. Give me a minute. <laughs> Oliver's like, no, 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 go four pages forward. I need that spell. <laughs> As all of you prepare to set off, uh, still early, early in the morning, you do each feel a soft tingling sensation in the back of your minds. Mm. Ah. Uh, that old familiar tingling sensation coming from both your uh, your badges as well as an impossible distance away. It's a new day. She's got more uses of that. It's true. Oh, yeah. I've reached my safe house. It should be safe for you to escape and join me. It's located at the dig. And it stops. And that's Why'd it. Why'd she do this? Well, she I think- She can count. Did she run out of words? No, she had plenty no. of words. Yeah. Where is That's... the, I guess, respond, where is the dig? How do we get there from the Senate building? <laughs> there is no response. Something's happened to her. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. All right, we got to get out of here. Ah, <laughs> uh, crud. Yep. <sighs> Time to go. Yep. yep. We hurry with haste. Well, she's usually far more meticulous than to just run out of words. My bet is something stopped her from finishing it. Yes. But it's a Most mental likely. thing, isn't it? You don't actually have to say it out loud. Well, you do have to focus. Yes, she may have been knocked unconscious or otherwise mm-hmm. lost attention. Well, let us deal <laughs> with this geometry man and leave. I like the mm-hmm. idea of the focus, lost attention, everything. So if you're a spellcaster with ADD or something like that, no, you're simply oh, like, no. what? Oh, no. Okay, first off. What was I saying? Oh, I was going to say, I will argue that no wizard could have ADD because you would never be able to complete a spell. Lie. Because mm. people with ADD tend to hyper focus on things, mm. and they would probably be really, really good at just like one type of magic. Mm. So what you're telling me is all specialist wizards are. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yes. So now ah. we've now we've said every evoker, every abjurer is just an ADD wizard who couldn't. Evoker sounds accurate. Yeah, <laughs> I want to make it blow up. I only explode. I only explode mm. things. That's all I do. I will point but, out that I have created several evokers. <laughs> I love a good evoker. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I do hope Martella's okay. Yes. That was a rather concerning message. Mm-hmm. What could she have meant by the dig? Well, it was probably no part of a full word. Mm. Yes, it could be like the Diggory's Chapel or something. Mm. Perhaps it's a district in the city. I don't Possible. come to Apara enough to know. Uh, likewise. Still, that said, I hope her allies may be nearby to help her. It's entirely possible that... She did say she was taking the other survivors. Ramillard should have been with her, and... Mm. He's not usually one easily taken by surprise. Though, this is an unprecedented situation if she was accurate in that the city is in some type of chaos. Mm. I'm sure it's in chaos. Yes. It could be something as simple as she didn't get any rest last night and just fatigue overtook her. Let's hope. I find it unlikely, but I am trying to be hopeful. Mm. I can appreciate that. We could all use a little hope right now. <laughs> yes. Well, I suppose at least the princess wasn't with her. No, by the it... sound of things, she was brought somewhere else, and then they separated. And so if something has befallen Martella, Utropia should hopefully be safe. Well, and it's possible the Ulfin Guard will protect her. No, <laughs> the Ulfin Guard was very much still with Stavian. <laughs> well, well, they're with whoever wears the crown. 
Yes. And Stavian's dead. But right but... now, nobody is wearing the crown. And the Senate hasn't actually ratified the vote. We well, no, I d- meant when we were children, there was a guard with her. Mm. One of the Olfen guard. Yes, but they haven't been on the side of Eutropia for some time now, because Stavian has made sure of it. And that specific guard very well could have finished her time or whatever, gotten her treasure and left. Hmm. do have a point there. Regardless, I'm sure Eutropia has people. I mean, she has Martella and Martella's network and us, though she may or may not be aware of that. Lady Merla as well. Ah, yes. And her, what is that group? Those adventurers? Um, the Pathfinder Society. Yes. Though I imagine, I guess, Marilla doesn't specifically control Pathfinders or anything, but... No, but I have a feeling a lot of them owe her favors and mm-hmm. are going to be quite amenable to her suggestions. Sometimes a favor is worth its weight in gold. Exactly what I was going to say. A great Speaking currency. Speaking of, of getting adventurers down here, Pathfinders... No, I think they like to take things. Oh, well, we don't want that. Yes. It belongs in our museum, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we exactly. take this stuff from a lot of other cultures, though? Shush. Shush. <laughs> so are we the baddies? <laughs> Always. We're, we're definitely the, the British baddies. Museum, we are, guys. We are the British Museum, yes. We are the baddies. <laughs> we are definitely. We're it's like this also turtle rich, I have is so. definitely Varetian, so. <laughs> we're definitely the baddies to someone, for sure. But I suppose you wish to uh, continue on. We also yep. wish to make a knowledge check on anything that starts with, like, a location in Opara that starts with Dig. Yeah, I'll allow nods local if you so wish. I'm going to roll that, too. It's a district. I also am going to roll that. Oh, a 13 for an 18 for Verity. Uh, I roll a 15 for a 23 for Cornelius. Uh, Gwen rolls a 1 for a 4. Oof. I don't know squat about Opara, apparently. <laughs> not or I'm just anyway. distracted about how Ramelard might be in trouble, too. <laughs> There's not too. a lot of bardic songs mm. about the uh, the districts of Opara. <laughs> Uh, Oliver rolled an 18 for a 26. Nice. Felix lives on a vineyard. She doesn't know nothing about this city. (laughs) (laughs) So first off, Dig could refer to, of course, um, mining operation or anything like that. Mm -hmm. However, it was stated as the Dig. Yes. Mm -hmm. As such, specifically the Dig, no. That being said, this is Opara. So dignity, dignified, mm. all of the rest of those uh, are very common words applied to in houses and yeah. tea houses. And like the dignified steed as a local mm. stablery or, you know, the dignified repository as a local storage location or dignity's repast for the local, you know, tavern. Mm. Is so not basically uncommon. it could be anything. <laughs> With your check, you could probably limit it down to maybe 12 or 15 places that have dignity or dignified or dignitary or anything with the dig prefix. It's better than going to literally everywhere in Opara. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Gives us a starting point. Yeah. Right. And when we get out of here, I suppose we check our guidebooks for all the places that start with dig, Mm. like dignity, dignitary, things like that. Well, hopefully she... Hopefully she'll respond before then. I hope so, too. I'm a little worried. That's an understatement. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Until then, let's focus on getting out of here. True. One problem at a time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
what? You mean I can't do everything at once? Like some sort of like juggler trying to <laughs> throw all my problems up in the air and catch them all simultaneously? You're not with Silka the Fantabulous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she'd probably come in handy right about now. <laughs> you find yourselves uh, before the the door leading onwards, deeper, you believe, to hopefully uh, your exit from this place. I believe... Uh, Verity had just turned her key in the block after the magical warding protecting the door had been removed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there had been a soft click. And I assume uh, you wish to push the door open. We do. And by we, I mean anybody but Cornelius. Oliver still slightly braces himself, even though I know the trap is gone now. I still, mm. that was a terrible <laughs> trap. That was a really bad one. Yeah, I, I give Oliver like a little like sympathetic nod of like, God, mm. it was awful. Yeah, that was... Let's mm. never think of it again. You know, say <laughs> the rest of us don't actually, like, fully understand what you went through. No. No. no unfortunately, Oliver just uh, fell into a void. <laughs> and yeah. hurled, vomited. Just, a, just an MC Escher, mm. you know, chaos vortex. Yeah. yeah. I swear all the spells here are just like Oliver's greatest fears made manifest everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? Why this place? Oh, because you have a fear of heights, right? Oh, yeah, no, a tremendous fear of heights. Yeah. He's not too keen on electricity. If you make Cornelius either. aware of that, he'll make sure never to cast fly on you. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Unless or you want a repeat of our performance of here. The, uh, ascend into the sky spell. No, I mean, like, I, I feel like eventually, especially with, like, fly, where technically you're in control of it. Yeah, Like, that's that different. might be something he could get used to, but. For a man who lives in the mountains, it's a struggle. It really is. <laughs> All of your windows are always closed. You push open these doors. I imagine Oliver and Verity both push on the doors because, again, it's a wide set of double doors. Ah, uh, yes. These heavy iron doors. The hinges protest loudly <sighs> as the doors open up into... Beyond this door is a 10-foot wide hallway leading from here directly ahead. For a distance of some, you'd say maybe 40 feet the walls were at one point covered in plaster, although most of the plaster has fallen away to reveal the brickwork behind it. And the far end of the hallway has almost completely collapsed as a portion of the ceiling has dropped down and whatever keystone was once holding the ceiling uh, arched up above has given way to either age or sabotage. You can see a single door on your left-hand side about halfway down the length that the door jam itself seems to have been responsible for maintaining the structural integrity of the hallway leading closer to you. Mm. The door in the jam seems to be open wide enough to allow for an individual. It's open about one foot wide. So an individual that's either able to uh, suck in their gut and slide through a foot wide gap or something smaller akin to Vicar or even Factor 12. Mm. Well, all right. Mm. Guess I'm approaching this door. I'm going to look at it. I have no magical ability, but I'm just going to look at it and see if it has any circles on it. Uh, you can see that there are occasional circles drawn here and there. Uh, strangely, it seems that someone has taken bits of plaster and collected it and then made circles of the plastered remains. Hmm. Okay. Weird. It gives you a weird impression akin to uh, giant raindrops yeah. striking sand. Well, I suppose we should squeeze our way through this door. Yes. 
I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like Ross's squeeze, you said. I was, was going to say, I was like, I think we need to pry it open. I'm going to shove on this door. I'm kind of afraid if we wedge it anywhere open, the whole thing's going to collapse, though. Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge architecture and engineering. Uh, Yeah, I was like, uh, do any of us anything know anything engineering? about engineering? Because I don't. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cleric. I think that's a big goose egg. I feel a bardic knowledge check coming on. Yes, yes. <laughs> Gwen rolls a 16 for a 19. Hey, that's not bad. The five of you make your way forward. Your six companions continuing to follow some distance behind. Oh, yeah, we, they can't. They may not be able to squeeze. Verity, you approach the door. You look it over. The door is of the same quality as the doors in the previous chambers. Mm. So basically, it is a wooden door with iron brackets. Go ahead and have Verity make me a perception roll because she chose to, uh, to go investigate the door. Hey, I investigated. Good for me. Oh, right. I'm really bad at this. I keep forgetting. <laughs> oh, no. I roll a three for a three. Yep. <laughs> you don't see or hear anything through the small gap in the door. You don't see obvious signs of a trap. Don't don't move the door. It's holding up quite a bit of this hallway. Well, I guess we're squeezing. We could try to reinforce the ceiling somehow, but there's not really... She glances around at the rubble. I don't think anything's really going to help much. Well, we're not um, engineers or craftsmen either. Mm. Afraid I'm no stonemason. All right, then I suppose everyone will just have to, um, you know, suck it in and uh, slip through. All the people in armor are like, what? <laughs> I also am in armor, but yeah. <laughs> it's a chain shirt, so. Well, a chain shirt's a little different than like a breastplate or something that's a little more inflexible. True. I'll go first. All right, how do we get through this? Uh, I guess I'll go second. All right, third? Guess I'll go third. <laughs> so you queue up. Verity, you make your way forward. Kind of lead with your weapon, bring yourself around sideways. Right, go ahead and roll me an escape artist. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, gosh, we're going to have to roll escape artist for this? What is my escape artist? I have a three. Let's do it. Oh, God, I have a two. I roll a five for an eight. <laughs> Verity, you, you know, slide your arm and weapon through. Turn your head to the side, get your head through your shoulders. It's once you get to the hips where you're trying to like wiggle yourself through. And then it's one of the uh, the loops on your pantsuit gets caught on the door handle. You start to kind of like try to wiggle that free. And then eventually you turn and you just shove a little bit too no. much. Oh, oh no. no. I'm too strong. There is a crack from the upper portion of the door Oh! as the upper corner of the door breaks away and this landslide of dust, debris, and rocks fall. Mm. Uh, fortunately, only Verity and Oliver are close enough to be struck by this. <laughs> All right. And both of you are allowed a reflex save to jump out of the way as the rocks come tumbling down towards you. Oh, no. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. Hey. 19 for a 22. At least I'm reflexing us. Okay. And I rolled a 16 for an 18. Verity, already halfway through, just dives through the doorway as uh, all of this rubble begins to fall down, scattering back behind her. Oliver, you have enough time to turn around, bodily tackle Felix into Gwen, and shove both <laughs> of them into, into Cornelius as you ram them out of the room. Oh, God. Um, as the stones slam down, cracking across your shoulders. Uh, although you still managed to get out of the brunt of it, uh, avoiding taking any actual damage from it. Hey! The door is also open wide enough now that you do not need to make an escape artist check. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> well, well, you know, the silver lining. 
<laughs> I guess well. I stand up and brush myself off. Well, you know, that's one way to do it. Mm. It is a way. Gwen glances up at the ceiling. You think it's okay for now? <laughs> you know? It's like that scene in Blues Brothers where the house gets blown up around them and then they just stand <laughs> up and walk it off. Everyone just be very, very careful. Right. Mm. Well, before that, is everyone okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I am. I'm pretty sure that Oliver took all of the brunt for me, so mm. I'm quite fine. Glad to be able to help. Ow. How's your shoulder? Do I need to... No, it'll be all right. All right. Just give it a moment. I really need to get back into shape. I'm curious why this is the only area that's actually collapsed, because surprisingly, the rest of the building, I mean, minus all the dust, it's mm. been rather intact. Well... There are passages and levels that we haven't been able to see yet, so... Well, I know, but it's just... I'm curious well, what happened here. The arch at the end of the hallway that was load-bearing collapsed at some point, which led to a further cave-in. Mm. Possibly that's why no one has come down here. I wonder what caused the arch collapse, but I suppose that's going to be a lot more difficult to figure out since it's probably buried under all the rubble there. Probably. If we do eventually want to get this place cleaned up and archived correctly, I, we should probably send adventures? She kind of raises yes. an eyebrow first before the scholars. Mm. Certainly, if the other hidden and decrepit levels are anything like this one. Mm. Or at least some engineers who could make sure it's safe. Well, yes, but I don't think engineers are going to have much to say about I don't know, all sorts a of confined. creatures. Yes, a wall confined mm, or whatever. True. We go through the door, and like I said, Gwen keeps eyeing the ceiling as we make our way through. We do that thing where, like, you you have, like, this two safe spaces and then the kind of dangerous area, so we all just kind of run through the the, uh, the the hallway into the next room, like, as fast mm. as possible. Gwen does tell our fellow survivors behind us, do not touch the door, do not touch anything, just come through this doorway and... Yes. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that being the wait case. Wait for the uh, all clear, maybe, before, yeah. uh, just in case. We don't know what's in this next room. You know, Guy nods, turns around, starts coordinating, sending a Mistos through first, because he'll have no trouble getting through there. And then the unarmored Gel, Trant, and Zubari, basically like, I'll pull up the rear, because if it's going to collapse on anyone, it's going to be while I try to get my half-plated self through this doorway. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. At least he's smart enough to figure all that out. I mean, Guy's rocking a, what are you rocking? We gave him some nice armor, and he has a shield. <laughs> I just enjoy a person who will use logic to his advantage. <laughs> he is rocking a nine intelligence, but... Oh. He's a strong man, you not know a smart what? man. Just because you're not book smart doesn't mean you don't have a lot of common sense. Yeah, what's be his wise. wisdom? Also a nine wisdom. Uh, okay. well, he's very <laughs> strong. He's, <laughs> he's, he's young. <laughs> Crap on all the things I was trying to give him credit for. <laughs> he's strong. We really he's strong want man. him to succeed, all right? We do. Well, and, and just because you're not necessarily, he's not as intelligent or wise or any of the rest of that stuff doesn't mean that he doesn't have the experience to know these things. Of He may make a mistake, but he's not going to make the same mistake twice. Mm. The five of you press forward. Uh, follow this short hallway down until it turns and curves into a a relatively large room, not nearly the size of the previous ones that you had seen, but some maybe 25 feet across, 20 feet wide. A graying wooden reception counter extends from the wall off towards your right-hand side, uh, overshadowed by a massive, faded, curling portrait of a group of several nameless Taldane nobles. Some alterations, uh, some of them comic, have uh, adorned the portrait. 
uh, most of these with uh, red or green markings, giving them almost a distinctive reptilian look. <laughs> like a large oh, number sorry. of lizards grown to obscene size and put into nobles' clothing. Love it. I That's love funny. it. Oh, man. All right, now I got to know where the art supplies are. A door exits off towards the left-hand side while you can see that the hallway, another hallway continues opposite of the one that you've come in from. As you round the corner, I imagine weapons in hand raised up. You see a solitary figure using part of the edge of the counter as cover. <laughs> a small, three-foot-tall reptilian humanoid with a soft tan coloration covering his lower jaw and neck and brilliant red coloration across the upper portion Cutie. of his skelly head. He eyes all of you, holding up in one hand what appears to be some form of clay circle with a slowly burning fuse. Oh, oh no! <laughs> he eyes you, your weapons, looks up towards the object he's holding, looks back, brings up a skelly claw <laughs> and pinches the fuse and then meeps out in uh, who here speaks draconic? Not me. No. I actually don't. I do not. Oh, no I speak draconic. Speaks. Ha! <laughs> Cornelius. <laughs> yes! Oh, Cornelius for the win. Nailed it. <laughs> As he holds this up, snuffs this out, and meeps out to only Cornelius who can understand. Well, there's no reason not to be civilized. Yes! <laughs> Quite. Um... Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'll I am start and look at you. Cornelius yeah. starts beeping back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as he basically just starts going. Raw, 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 raw. <laughs> my name is uh, Baron Cornelius Mariset, and these are um, my friends. We've uh, found ourselves, well, rather trapped down here, and we've been making our way towards the surface. It's been some time since I've met a civilized person who understands the language of the true dragons. He begins to lower the, uh, you can only assume bomb, but does not put it away. I would ask um, you inform your friends who cannot possibly understand me to uh, please lower their weapons. It makes me very nervous. I know how your kind can be. Are we treating with this creature? I think he's ah, the merchant. Everyone. As, I, as Cornelius switches <laughs> back to common, the creature means us no harm. He's a little um, uncomfortable with our weapons, so please oh. lower them. Does All the right. creature have a Fair name? Well, we haven't gotten to that part yet. And does he it. know where we can find the Senate of Circles? I shall ask. <laughs> he probably wants us to buy something first. That's also fine. I have he plenty of money. He looks a little bit like this. Oh, he's adorable. I see <laughs> one. Oh, he has a little oh. hat on. Oh, <laughs> he's got a little skull cap on. I like the little pin just sticking out can of it. Can we collect too. him? Can he be our friend? He's so cute. He's so cute and great. A Verity sheathes her sword. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cornelius will actually, uh, I guess, step forward since I'm going to be doing the translating. Uh, they are lowering their weapons right now. Yes. I do speak the undercommon tongue, if that would be an easier trade language. Nope. What nope. about Halfling or Tien or Common? <laughs> uh, or? No, they don't speak that. That's a very uncommon uh, I trained the with the gnomes of the Verduan forest. Why does he uh, only speak languages we don't have? <laughs> Uh, anyone speak Gnomish? Nope. No. Unfortunately, no. Well, I suppose it will just be you and me then. Yes, oh, God. quite. I am Mimips. Mimips? Mimips. <laughs> love it. M-I-M-I-P-S. Mimips. We love him. Ah, All the rest of you just here. Meep, meep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that must be his name. He keeps saying it. It is a pleasure to meet you, Mimips. 
As I said, I'm Baron Cornelius Mariset. Uh, this is Baroness Verdi Corsina, uh, Viscountess Guinevar Kastner, Countess Felix Zespire, and Count Oliver Darahan. For all of the rest of you, it's that um, when you're watching something that's that's subbed, mm. and then suddenly they use an English word. Yeah. It's just like Cornelius. Verity. We all respond to our names by doing like a little... Little mm-hmm. nod. Like nod, yeah. Little yeah. Bow, well, know. I suppose I'm also like kind of gesticulating at the various person. Mm. He places a, a claw, clawed hand on his chest and bows a little bit. Mameeps. Oh, we love him. Uh, Cornelius will switch back to common. Uh, his name is Mameeps. Mm. Delightful. Wonderful. He turns, walks around uh, where you can't actually see him back behind the reception desk uh, where you think that there's one of those little partition things that you can like rise up kind of like at a bar to get behind oh, the okay, bar nice. except for he's short enough that he yes. can just walk right under it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love his wares. Um, and then you can hear kind of a, a, a dragging sound before you're going to guess he's standing on top of a small box as you can now see his head and shoulders pop up over the, uh, the back of the counter. It. I love him. I love him so much. Would you be interested in procuring any fine wares today? Yes. Well, certainly, if it's of use to us, um, we are um, trying to find our way to the surface, and we understand we must go through a place called the uh, Senate of Circles. Ah, yes, past the ghost door. I know where it is. The ghost door? Whoa, that sounds not good. A ghost door, you say? Why hmm. is it called a ghost door? Yes. It's only there sometimes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the usual ghostly kind of thing. Blood draining from the walls and circles, that sort of thing. Oh, you. Do you mean it's haunted? No, oh, I suppose that would be a way to phrase it. I suppose the door itself is not a ghost, nor do I believe that the haunting is the haunting of a ghost door that was jilted <laughs> and left at the altar or anything like <laughs> that. No, I think it's. <laughs> a yes, door, door to marry <laughs> There was no one to marry. Mameeps married the door. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of the tree at the door was made out, though. Oh, That's I like that. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Yeah. I think it has something to do with the weird effects. Uh, much akin, again, to. Uh, the way that you just came from. I haven't had a chance to explore extensively, and that uh, floating ball man decided to lock me in here, so. But that's, yes, back in that direction. He points back towards the hallway opposite. Did he say a floating through. bald man? No, no bald man. The, the bald well, man. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, I guess we should check and make sure none of Mameep's wares are actually stolen items from 12's archive, because we did tell him <laughs> we'd bring those back. Well, that's yeah, why we'll I want to look check. at them, yeah. We'll yeah. But I have been... Uh, only here for a short time, a week or two. I've been doing what you, uh, what your people like to refer to as, uh, adventuring. Mm, yeah. I understand after having perused some of your curious laws that, uh, after a certain amount of time, objects found beneath the ground and found in various locations are simply considered to be uh, a finder's fee. Hence, <laughs> adventurers can delve down there, and I figured I would do much the same. I have been for some time. Oh, please. Uh, he gestures around. I suppose we, we have some business to do, but we can be uh, perfectly... Simple. Hold on one moment. He digs around, pulls out a couple of uh, old silver goblets, kind of dusts oh. them out, lays them down, pulls out a, a small wineskin, pours a little drink for everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. I love it. Verity's like, ah, oh, yes, take the him dealings with us. of he's business. A, he's delightful. He comes with <laughs> us. It is business time currently. Hmm. Yes, so it would appear that Mameeps is uh, somewhat of an adventurer and uh, storekeeper. He uh, apparently has been on, down here only a few weeks. 
interesting entrepreneurial spirit, I suppose. Very good. Whose wine is this that he's poured? I haven't a clue. Smells like wine. Meaning more, can we drink it, do you think? Well, I don't know. I'll be rude. Maybe you guys carry on this conversation. Maybe it just holds up a goblet for like a toast. I'll go ahead and toast. Toast Toast the cute little cobalt. Toast. Cheers. Uh, (laughs) Verity will pick up a drink. I've had this for some time since I've come down from the Verdian Force. I believe it's, uh, uh, I think they refer to it simply as gooseberry wine amongst the uh, the gnomes of the Verdian Force. Delightful. I trained for a short time there with one of the more uh, open-minded. Their kind and I, mine have had a very long and contentious uh, relationship, but I am no longer a part of my tribe. And uh, they were much more open and receptive to me. Uh, so... They treated for some time, and we exchanged uh, knowledge, which is my greatest pursuit. Money is necessary to achieve knowledge, oftentimes. You understand. Man after Cornelius' own heart. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. New best friend. Uh, so Cornelius will translate. It's gooseberry wine uh, oh, from great. the Viridian Forest. Like, yes. It's fine. I will certainly <laughs> yeah. pick up a glass and cheers with him. Yeah. Uh, this is gnomish wine, um, <laughs> which is good. However, it is almost... Like teeth achingly sweet. Whoa. Yeah, such is life. I, th- I was going to say, uh, Jess loves a sweet wine, so this is like right up her alley. Yes. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's an acquired taste. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. You couldn't understand me. No. <laughs> yes. I'll sip the wine and be like, oh, it's like a dessert wine. Mm. Cornelius, ask him if he's happy down here, if he'd rather have a shop where he's going to get more customers. Do you find yourself happy down here? does seem like there's not very many customers. Oh, here specifically? No. Uh, It's pleasant enough. It's nice. It's dry. There's a water source not too far once you get down into the, I believe you refer to them as the Darklands. Hmm. Uh-oh. I don't know if Cornelius even knows what that is, but uh, if he does, he's <laughs> blanching like we're that close. <laughs> I mean, most, most people generally know that the Darklands is a term that is used for any of the underground areas, the, yeah. the warrens and tunnels. You'd need Dungeoneering to know specifically pertaining towards like the layers of the Darklands and things like that. No, I just, I just know if, like, the, if people commonly know that if you dig deep enough, you'll actually hit like, you know. Oh, yeah caverns and things. There is definitely hollow earth theory in Galarian. Yeah. A little bit, Uh, yeah. And tons of, uh, you know, horror stories about digging a cellar and then breaking into a goblin warren and goblins coming up to murder you. Oh, like like that that. kind of, yeah, yeah, that kind of uh, place, yeah. The mercantile uh, business that I find myself in is really just a, uh, an extension of my own personal uh, goals. Uh, Not the, not the end. I'm not, in fact, really that interested in, uh, running a shop so much as I found that I can uh, get much better prices if I take things and then sell them in a shop than if I should take things and then sell them to a shop. Uh, they only seem to give you about half market value on average. <laughs> so it's, it's much more efficient if you simply open up your own shop to sell the things. Fair. That's, I, I, that's I need to know what this kobold's endgame is. Well, <laughs> as someone who used to own a shop myself, I can certainly uh, understand where you're coming from. Hmm. Do any of you pursue the masterful art of alchemy? Not particularly. You uh, can't understand I, I can't understand it. <laughs> uh, does anyone here happen to practice alchemy? He seems rather interested in alchemical topics. I've heard I of it. I can't say that I do. No. <laughs> I love Oliver's I've heard of it. <laughs> I've heard of alchemy. I've heard of this alchemy once. <laughs> I have gold. Does that count? I make gold appear sometimes. 
Um, none of us per se do. Um, I, of course, members of my family practice alchemy. Um, we're well known for magical pursuits uh, far up north. But yes, I, uh, I find you quite a, a civilized individual. Um, was curious if I you might... I find you equally civilized, which is surprising for humans. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But there is, uh, there's actually up north, there is a family that has uh, quite an interest in archaeology and uh, excavating things called the Denzarni family. Are you really going to set Ooh. this kobold up with some random noble family? <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. that random family? I mean, they may want his services. Who knows? If you were uh, to be interested in, uh, in an maybe more stable uh, income and potentially access to quite a bit of knowledge. It might be something to consider. For the time being, I'm hoping to build up enough funds and resources to make my way further to the south. Uh, so north would be the opposite of the direction I originally came from. In fact, the River Kingdoms. Ah, but well, unfortunately, well. my uh, my tribe were not receptive to my ideas. Oh, that's terrible to hear. They believed in naturally occurring bloodline powers, and so someone with a thirst for knowledge and book learning was not exactly accepted amongst his people. And so I left. The gnomes of the Verdruan Forest uh, had helped me a great deal in learning the basics, and it's there that I had learned of my. Uh, my eventual desire to make my way to, I believe you refer to the land as Thuvia. Hmm. There seem to be masters of alchemy there. I thought I would stop by in this uh, Osirian land. I understand there's a lot of tombs there that I could collect some gold from before I make my way to Thuvia. So his ultimate goal <laughs> is to be a rich alchemist. We love him. Eh, but what does he know. have now for us to purchase? Well, if you're looking for funds, I suppose we should uh, look at your wares and see if we might uh, fatten your coin purse. Of course, of course. Uh, let's see. Well, here, let me simply lay everything out, and you can tell me what you might be of interest. Uh, might be of interest to you. Uh, are, are we looking for something? Let's see. Let's see. He digs for a second, pops back up. I have this fine cloak. He unfurls this uh, this gray cloak with a uh, black trim. Hmm. I'd actually procured this as part of a trade with a, uh, a dwarf. He was a rather respectable uh, dwarf. Also, of course, uh, spoke the he spoke the undercommon trade language, which is much more common. Something you should certainly pick up. I shall look into it. <laughs> that provides you, um, how do you say, some resistance to uh, various effects. It appears to be a cloak of resistance. Holy as cow. As he describes mm -hmm. it. Right. One. Yeah. Dang. Uh, let's see. There are some, uh, here we are. He lays out some bracers. Uh, these should provide some uh, magical protection and warding. I found these when I was making my way down south. I was passing near Seven Arches. It's a town in the River Kingdoms. Uh, he digs around for a couple of seconds, pops back up. Oh, um, I found this wand on the side of the road. <laughs> uh, it appears it's to still have a, a minuscule amount of magic left in it. Um, it's, it, I believe, according to my identififications, that it should shoot a, a ball of water out at someone. Mm. He sets it down on the table. I think that there is a single charge remaining on that, so uh, you can get <laughs> it for a very good, good, good price. Uh, beyond that, most of the th items that I have are of uh, items that I've made. He produces hmm. a, uh, a number. He currently has uh, five potions of Cure Light Wounds available. Oh. Um, three cow. potions of Jump. Three potions of Keen Senses. Um, a wow. potion of uh, Remove Disease. Hmm. A potion of Bark Skin. Oh, hey. He also has his alchemical um, items, which he'd be willing to trade, which includes six vials of Acid, three Alchemist vials, three Anti-Plagues, two Tanglefoot bags, and two Thunderstones. 
that he's just crafted recently himself. Not gonna lie, I kind of thought this was gonna be some like junky kind of stuff. And man, this guy is like the mother load of adventuring gear. Yeah, if you're also looking for shiny things, he has a number of different shiny things, but those are mostly like, would you like a silver-backed hand mirror? And you're like, well, we've already got one of those. <laughs> the goblets that you're drinking from are also for sale. I was gonna say, unfortunately, I don't think any of us are gonna be able to afford much beyond some potions. I mean, we've got treasure, so we could... Yeah, I, I basically, speaking, if any of you wanted to walk back, you could go uh, retrieve those crystal decanters and all the rest of that stuff and hmm? use those in trade. Yeah, not a bad idea. Because he is Cause... willing to trade, especially for you know various other items. As you're discussing with him, Cornelius, uh, especially because you're the one that can primarily understand, go ahead and make me an appraise check. Oh, man. I love to appraise things. I have rolled poorly. I roll a four for a 13. Uh, his prices do seem a little bit high, but they don't seem unnecessarily. It's the convenience factor, let's be real. Mm. Yes, well, the cloak would certainly be useful. The bracers sound amazing. Uh, yeah, because I... It, uh, the bracers are bracers of armor plus one. Um, the cloak's a cloak of resistance plus one. The wand is a wand of aqueous orb with one charge remaining. Oh, aqueous orb. Okay, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> one whole charge. One Some whole wizard charge. went, that's not worth carrying through it. Okay, it was a rich wizard, because you know there's the, that wizard that was like, oh, there must be only about one charge left. Well, this is trash, despite <laughs> the fact that's like, you know, 20 gold or whatever the, 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 the one charge wand is worth. Aqueous Orb, I think, is a third level spell. Oh my gosh, seriously? I think so. Dang. I'm not familiar with that spell. It's like a double check. Is it like the fire orb thing, except with water? Uh, so it's kind of like a super version of... Basically, uh, let's see here. Yeah, it, it kind of is like a water version of um, Flaming Sphere. It does non-lethal damage. It can qu it automatically quenches non-magical fires uh, and functions as dispel magic against any magical fire, as long as those fires what? are size large or less. That's um, actually a really cool spell. Wow. Yeah. Because you could actually use that on like a wall of fire. Yeah, on like a wall of fire. Absolutely. Yeah, wow, you can use it as like cool. a... You know, like, hey, I cast Fireball. Like, no, you don't. I cast Aqueous Orb, but you can do it. For... <laughs> Man, I I kind of want to get that spell now. I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah. But yeah, again, you can tell his prices are a little bit high. If you want to haggle some, he is willing to do so. That I is a diplomacy it... or an intimidate check. If you do mm -hmm. not speak his language, which is all but one of you, that does suffer a minus four penalty. Can I, yeah. uh, can I go in and actually haggle on their behalf? Yeah, I mean you can yeah. you can basically haggle for it's it's a single roll for the entire price of uh, oh, okay, his inventory. The, yeah, okay. Right now, especially when Cornelius translates some of the values, um, all of you can tell that all of these are marked up. Hmm. I mean that makes sense. For He's especially for profit. Felix and uh, Faraday, I'm sure it's a lot of like, I mean it is the it's the market it's the free yeah, market. You gotta make it's your supply money. and demand. He's got the only, you know, bracers of armor in this entire dungeon, you guys. Yes, although I don't think any of us have enough money to get any of those items. Oh, no, no way. That's um, why I was mentioning that something. you could go back and uh, retrieve the 700 gold worth of crystal decanters yeah, and stuff so like that. Yeah, so we'll go get crystal decanters, behind. which helps. Yeah, well, we don't even need to go ourselves. We can send, like, uh, you know, gear or somebody to go no, that's fair. grab you those and give them to get us. things for us, true nobles. I mean, I don't mind going with them, but yeah, um, just in case. Can I aid Cornelius in haggling, or is it like he had like language dependent? Rolls? So I'm sure you probably can't. Yeah, because if, if you're attempting to haggle, you're just like pointing towards things and making a sad face or something like that. Like, <laughs> I'm not... scary behind him. I don't know. You, you make <laughs> the, the universal man. That's expensive uh, motion. You know. I, I play the uh, the hard to please. Like he like qu translates back, and I just like frown and shake my head. And <laughs> uh, 
All right. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I've got a plus nine appraise, so I've got a really good appraise. Uh, it's oh. diplomacy or intimidate. Oh, crud, that's right. Um, the appraise well, is just to tell whether or not it's marked up too much. Uh, <laughs> the intimidate is bad. The diplomacy is a plus six, which is not terrible. It's not bad. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's not my uh, my highest skill, but... The rest of us would be taking a minus four on this if we tried it. So. Yeah, and my True. diplomacy is a seven, so it's not like... Well, mechanically, yeah. there's nothing stopping all of you from rolling this. Oh, it's okay. just all the yeah. rest of you roll this with a minus four because you don't speak his language. Yeah, so if your diplomacy is higher, like a plus ten, it's actually the same as you rolling mine. Hmm. Well, I'm going to give it a try Plus, as it's well. me rolling, and we all know I got bad luck, so. <laughs> I mean, Gwen doesn't really want any of the items, so. I mean, know. I'm interested in the potions of uh, yeah, cure light wounds. Yeah, I would like to buy all those potions. <laughs> the remove disease would be helpful, too. And yeah, remove disease would be great, too. I mean, Gwen will walk back with somebody to go get all those decanters and stuff, because I remember those were actually worth a pretty penny, but we left them because we were like, eh? So. Also, we just didn't want to carry around these weird decanters, right? Yeah, but now that we have a use for them. Yeah, I was like, yes. yeah, because they're large and bulky, but now, hey. Verity's always game for, you know, haggling, regardless of if she okay. even wants the things. So Gwen can go and retrieve those. Um, oh, how much is this hat worth? This hat of light that I have on my head right now. Uh, Hat of light, or cap of light, as it were. Yes, because yes. I truly don't care to have this hat forever. Uh, It is 900 gold pieces, so he would buy it at 450. Yeah, what about the uh, the the wig of... Um... It's worth 900 although you guys might... You might want to figure out, uh, first off, whether or not you can talk him down on price to figure yeah. out how much you can afford. And yes. then secondly, uh, what all that you'd even to buy. want. Yeah. Yeah. I will also tell a story because that episode finally came out and uh, one of our fans sent me a wig, like an actual, like, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> classic win. So thank you, TJ Khan, for sending me a wig and giving me a really good laugh because I did <laughs> laugh a lot. It's one of those fancy lad wigs. I'm disappointed that you're not wearing your wig. Yeah, why aren't you wearing your wig? Why aren't you wearing your periwig, Jordan? Well, you know what? I didn't think about it until just this moment when we mentioned the wig. We'll save it for a live show. Yeah, (laughs) sounds good. This was a couple days ago. True. Verity's going to lean over the counter, sip her wine, and start trying in weird signs and stuff to convince this kobold. She's going to flirt with the kobold. No. (laughs) We are. Ew, no. Um, She's not into that but she I is know, I'm just teasing it's I was just, just like, thinking, you know oh, no. just and smile and wink and motion and I'm like this comes across as awkward flirting that, that would be the anyway. failure it's like ma- madam I appreciate that That's I true. do exude charisma however <laughs> I am not interested at this time yes. mammals aren't really my thing yeah. yes um, neither are cold-blooded reptiles so we're <laughs> uh, we're of an accord as it were um, but she does roll an 18 on the die for this which gets her a 21 after the penalty nice okay. Nice. Uh, and I believe uh, Felix and uh, Cornelius were both going to roll as well. Uh, yes. So I will go ahead and roll my appraise. Uh, so I ro- Again, Jordan, it's not appraise. It's diplomacy or intimidate. Oh, I, I know you desperately want to roll I desperately want to use the thing that's of, of higher value. Um, so oh, I roll oh. a natural 20 for a 26 diplomacy. There we go. Boom, baby. <laughs> nice. So, Verity, you try your best to communicate without being able to actually you know, speak the words, which is mostly just you shaking your head when he's uh, holding up fingers to indicate how many gold pieces that he wants. Yes, we're writing things. numbers in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, the draconic numeric Script alphabet is isn't the same yeah. as... Yeah, so I mean, I could, I could translate <laughs> the numbers for you, but, you know... Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Verity, you don't get much of... It's just this language barrier. You're like, you're, I'm pretty sure that I could get this across, but I'm just... 
and Cornelius yeah. eventually is just like sh- like shushes you down and then carries on a conversation. Basically, I says fully like, tense and get and shoot daggers at him for shushing me. <laughs> and then then carries on a conversation uh, with Mameeps, kind of talking about you're aware that he has no competition, obviously in these yeah. tunnels, and also we're we're willing to uh, to trade on a fair trade basis and and all the rest of that stuff and. Uh, even kind of reinforcing that, you know, once we're done with this haunt thing and all the rest of that, you'll have free travel back and forth because apparently you're just a kobold temporarily living underneath the Taldane Senate. Yep. Uh, maybe like even mentioning do. where you just like, actually, some of my friends, uh, you know, are very much in the uh, the the naval trade. And so <laughs> the Corsinas or these Espires, uh, considering the, the extent of their trade yeah, outside. Yeah, we might be able to help here, you get to Might Thubia, be able to help you get right? to Osirian. Yeah, do you yeah. want to join a guild? <laughs> Well, and also, like, we can just tell him, like, oh, by the way, maybe wait a while before coming back up because the city's a, some stuff has happened. That's why we're down here. Like, humans are know, up there making a ruckus. Yeah, maybe don't go up, up top here while there's a riot or whatever's happening up top. Yeah, but eventually, you do manage to uh, to talk him down to market value. Hey, nice. love it. Yeah, he does stress that he's not running a charity, so he's obviously not going to be giving you guys an actual discount. Oh well, no, no, that's fine. We just bet. Like, it would be yeah. that wouldn't be fair. Yeah, and it's it's much better than the, he was actually marking it up twenty percent. So, oh wow! Yeah. Oh hey, um, hey, that's twenty percent discount right there. Yeah, but I suppose uh, Gwen and Oliver return back with those uh, tris- crystal decanters and uh, all the rest of that stuff that you'd left back in the uh, panic room. Oliver walks very slowly, very slowly and carefully <laughs> back with these. Gingerly walking. It's like I'm gonna like sneeze on some dust or something and I drop was gonna say, all just these. Shatter it, just totally shatter. No, because Quinn's like you're not that clumsy. Um, <laughs> actually, I have a dexterity of 14. I'm really not. <laughs> uh, what all are you selling? I think Oliver had figured that out. So right now, for sure, we're selling the decanters, we're selling all of the gold cylinders, and we're selling the cap of light. Okay. Which is, uh, do we, and then the hat of disguise slash wig of disguise. Um, okay, so we can sell that for nine hundred. I don't see a reason to keep it, honestly. Like, um, which should be able to get us some more potions, I suppose. Well, uh, I think I actually want the bracers, and so I think I'm gonna toss okay. my armor because I have two sets of armor right now. Okay. All right. So we have a cloak resistance plus one now in the party treasure, and then everybody's gonna get a uh, potion of cure light wounds. Mm-hmm. So who is gonna wear that cloak of resistance? Who has bad saves? Um, I'm at a two, two, three. I'm Not at great. Four, Not three, good. two. You're I'm in. at four, one, three. Three, two, seven. Seven. Good gracious. Uh, yeah, well, does that mean I have <laughs> probably the worst numbers? Yeah, you have the worst. It numbers. seems All so. Right. So, give me a cloak resistance. Yep. We'll go ahead right. and hand that over to Cornelius for now. Okay. I'll point out that it is a dwarven cloak, so on you it is a half cloak. Oh, that's fine. That's sweet. So you finish buying the uh, the cloak and the uh, the potions. Make sure to let me know if you need anything else while you're down here. Cornelius. Yes. Ask him where the ghost store is. Is it this one right here that we've been ignoring the whole time, or is it around the corner? Ah, certainly. Mimeeps, it was an absolute pleasure doing business with you. And with you. Would you be able to tell us uh, where this ghost door is? Is this the one behind us here, or is it further up the hall? No, no, the one behind you leans back to the sinkhole. That will take you into the Darklands. Oh... Yeah, we definitely don't want to go uh, that way. The Cornelius switches back to common. Uh, that door right there goes to the sinkhole to the Darklands, which we mm. want to avoid at all costs. Yes. Right. So well. it's this way. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to peek in there, though, just out of curiosity? No. 
I don't really see it. <laughs> I, I, I would a tentacle shoots up, grabs you, drags you down into the underdark. We don't know what could be down there, and it could be exceptionally dangerous. I'm not saying I want to go down the hole. I'm saying I want to look in the door. Gwen starts hurting you down the other yeah, hallway. Yeah, yeah. We're like, like, no, no, form way. the party line. Yes, very uh, <laughs> in the front, going this direction. <laughs> Meeps waves goodbye as you guys make your way past. I really hope we see him again because that was delightful. <laughs> Best thing in this entire in this entire like, underground complex. If we just complex. wanted to be a merchant, Gwen was going to be like, "Hey, you can come hang out in my village. Um, a lot of halflings live there, so there's a lot of stuff your size." Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's got but, two whole levels of alchemists already. He's doing pretty good. I'm hey, telling you, we have to go to like, the Corsinas haven't expanded into the Darklands yet. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> the the next final frontier, right? <laughs> Jeez. We can't get to the stars, but we can get to the center of the earth and do trade with Rovagunk. <laughs> that guy would never abide contracts. He would never abide contracts. He would just eat your pen able, instead of signing Yeah, I was going to say, he's just pure chaos. But you make your way down the hallway. Uh, reach a door that does not appear to be the Ipgo's store. Mm, very well. If Asma Meeps would oh, you know, yell around the corner and the say hallway. you're okay. This door would lead you into the same hallway that you've been in previously, just now on the other side of the collapse, which you can see down and back behind you. Ah. Whereas the passage seems to continue its way forward and around a corner uh, into a larger passage, some 15 feet across, that you're going to guess takes you further and closer to the uh, said ghost door. Yeah, I suppose before we leave my meeps, we would tell every, you know, our, the B team, if you will, that they can come in and uh, if anybody speaks draconic, talk to my meeps. If not, just kind of <laughs> leave just them leave around. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do not believe any of them speak draconic, unfortunately. I, I would have been surprised. Um, well, there's a cleric you might have. Gel's over there drawing a profile picture of uh, Mameeps for her next travel book. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she could trade a portrait for something. Yeah, maybe. The passage here leads ahead for a distance of some, you'd say, maybe 40 feet, making its way down to the end of the hallway where you can see a large, heavy door. A leering statue stands atop a small pedestal just around the corner closest to the door, uh, holding a scepter which points towards the door. That appears to be it. What is the statue of? Just a human holding a statue, holding a scepter, pointing towards the door? Statue. Yeah, statue holding a statue. It's <laughs> Inception, anyway. It's a, it's a leering statue of a man wearing fine robes <laughs> in a very traditional Taldane Senate style, uh, basically a toga, huh, holding curious. a scepter which he's pointing down the length of the hallway. Uh, appears to be a human man with a beard, done in the very uh, traditional Taudane style. So picture uh, uh, classical Greek or Roman statuary. Hmm. Uh, is going to go check out the statue. Uh, well, before we go, Mimip mm -hmm. said this was the ghost door, though from his description, it sounded like he, there were circles and blood dripping down, so it might be something else. Not a I wonder ghost. if it's our, uh, our senator friend who disintegrated himself. That's <laughs> possible. Possibly, but we should proceed with caution. I think that's been the order of the day the entire time we've been down here. Hasn't? Certainly. I'm quite weary of doors well, at this point. after the last door caused um, some strange effects, we haven't had a great uh, job with uh, doors that are unusual. Well, at this juncture, I just want to look at the statue. I suppose a uh, quick round table. Uh, so I'm close enough to the... Well, this whole hallway actually is uh, within 60 feet, so I'll uh, cast Detect Magic and just see if there's anything... Uh, I'm gonna go check out the statue. It's the statue. I can talk this, this morning, guys. Um, you don't want to know what a statue looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go look at the statue with Verity 
Okay. Gwen's like, she's not the most observant. She she missed the guy down below the other statue. Yeah, I'm really not very observant at all. I'm just looking. But I think I'm observant. And that's what matters. Yeah. Felix? <laughs> uh, well, I was going to look at the statue, too. But if they're both looking at it, you I'll probably... You can all look at the statue. We can all go look at the statue. It's, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a free country, kind of. Uh, I'm worried of. about getting too close to the door. That was kind of my concern as yeah. well, which is why I was going to check for magic first. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll I'll uh, I'll team up with Verity and Gwen and have a look at the statue as well. Okay, Oliver, I'll just keep an eye down the hallway. Um, maybe try to focus more on the door than the statue, but I'm not actually going to approach down that way. Okay, so Verity, Felix, Gwen. Uh, the three of you approach the statue. Cornelius, using detect magic? No. Okay. Uh, other than your companions, there's no magical auras down here. Oliver, you eye the door. Again, as your companions are making their way forward, putting them closer to the, uh, putting their light source closer, you can see the door in a bit more details. Mm. And it does seem to be a heavily reinforced door. Fun. Uh, surprisingly, I'll give that to Oliver as well. Uh, surprisingly, there's a distinct lack of circles in this room. Oh. That's... Probably more concerning. The ghost uh -oh. the circles at bay. Be careful. The circles seem to have dissipated here. I don't see any. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Is it strange that we're suddenly concerned there aren't circles yes. when we were initially <laughs> concerned that there were? To be Me fair, I'm whoever. concerned all the time. <laughs> don't admit that out loud. <laughs> I think whoever our friend is doesn't come here often. Daggio. Mm. The question is why, which I have a feeling we'll be finding out soon. Most likely. Uh, Verity, Felix, Gwyn, any of those of you wish may make me an appraise check. Oh, okay. I have a one. Uh, I roll a 15 for a 16. Seven for a 12. Gwen rolls a 15 for a 17. Felix, yeah, it's a statue. It's done in the traditional Taldane style. Gwen, Verity, both of you note that this statue, while it is done in the traditional Taldane style, is not thousands of years old. It's actually newer than even, even many of the surrounding halls. Uh, and you'd guess that it's probably no older than maybe 200. It's just done in the traditional style. Okay, so somebody was down here at least 200 years ago to put this here. Well, okay. Doesn't that match up with the journal? Wasn't the journal from like the 15-something-somethings? I read uh, it correct. down somewhere. The other thing that uh, Verity, Felix, and Gwen all notice by observing the statue is it does have an inscription on its base. Ah, delightful. Uh, the inscription is in uh, Taldane, so obviously all of you can read it, and states, Eros Glendower. Ah. Huh. Ah. Next to that, it has a quote, immortality within grasp. Hmm. Okay. I wonder if this is some sort of sick perversion on the idea of immortality, like, in art, your idea will live forever or whatever. Well, the journal spoke of him actually doing something, and then 12 told us he botched the ritual and disintegrated himself. Ah, yes, right. And Maybe this was to commemorate his uh, very close attempt at immortality. Who commemorates it could a be failure? A mockery. The timeline exactly, does match a up. He was or down here 200-something years ago, and while this statue is done in that traditional style, it's definitely not that old. Oh, maybe he did this in anticipation of succeeding, and then when he failed, and now he's very salty about it, or, <laughs> you know, as the children say. He called a shot. Mm. He called his shot. <laughs> no Babe Ruth, this guy. Gwen's going to take a closer look at the scepter and the hand because it says immortality at 
hand. In grasp? Or, is that like a grasp. hand? Yeah. yeah. Is this like oh, a weird yeah. puzzle mm. that the statue does something and then the door opens? Kind of steal you know. his scepter. Yeah. No, not that you can see. It's just a, it's just a statue. No oh. seams or anything. Anything else before we continue? There's no magic here. After about That's a minute magic. or so of chatting. Uh-oh. Mm. We waited too long. Dagio comes out. What are you doing out here? Everyone make me a perception roll. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. Oh, a 19 for a 19. That is a natural one for a three for me. Ouch. Gwen rolls a five for a 10. Finally, I rolled a 17 for a 26. Nice. There we go. Yay. All right. Oliver rolled an 18 for an 18. Hey, that's not bad for Oliver. <laughs> so... Cornelius, you consider this deep and puzzling question, reaching up a hand, stroking your beard, staring off into space. The rest of you suddenly notice that underneath this constant pervasive dry smell of earth and plaster is a growing smell of copper. Mm. This ah. blood-like stench. And as Oliver, Verity, Felix, Gwen, as you glance around, you begin to see almost like someone is taking a blood-covered finger Ugh. and beginning to slowly draw a circle. Oh, no. However, this is not in one place. Oh, this no. This is on the walls, floors, ceiling, oh, door, crud. every surface around you to almost the end of the hallway. Uh, where, Oliver, you're outside of where you can see these circles beginning to form. But you can see that Verity, Felix, and Gwen are basically at the heart of where Oof. they're beginning to radiate out. Yep. Of course. So, I will go ahead and need initiative from the oh, party. No. Oh, no. Verity Corsina. And that one for a four. All right. Cornelius Mariset. Uh Cornelius, because he was staring off into space, rolls a three for a five. Mm -hmm. <laughs> None of us are ready. Staying on the ball. Okay. Gwynwavar Kastner. Gwyn rolls a three for a four. I imagine she's too fixated on this scepter and maybe there being a puzzle. Is this like a literal thing? She's played too much video games lately. Mm. And <laughs> so many video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that definitely looks like a Resident Evil puzzle, I gotta say. <laughs> Felix Despire. Felix apparently was ready. I rolled a 15 for a 17. There 17. we go. Well, you heard okay. ghost and you went, ah, my religious <laughs> powers <Ghost>. are tingling. <laughs> Oliver Dorahan. Oliver rolled a 12 for a 14, so not bad. Not bad. So, basically, these circles begin manifesting. Cornelius is the only one to not notice this happen. <laughs> Felix, you have first initiative. Felix would like to channel. Yeah. You see these circles starting to show up, you just grab nope. onto your holy symbol, present. Yeah, They're written channel. in blood. That's just never a good sign. <laughs> yeah. You produce the uh, the holy key of Abadar, uh, channel your positive energy through it as there's this burst of golden light that rolls off of you. Go ahead, roll your damage. Ooh. Me, five points of holy damage. Mm. Nice. There is a flood of energy, probably oh. surprising Cornelius, who's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then he notices the blood circles and goes, whoa. <laughs> Why would you? Oh. <laughs> as the manifestation stops. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Great. Is everyone oh. all right? Very good job. Um, I pat you on the shoulder. 
Right. Gwen had raised her hand to start casting Cure Light Wounds, and it kind of went, okay. I love, <laughs> I love that we've had two fights that have basically ended before anybody else has started. This is the second fight that I haven't even acted in, and it's really exciting. Yeah, like because there was the, the one with the uh, the wig thing in the wig that uh, Verity just you know, one-shotted, and now Felix has got one that she's just one-shotted. Yeah, like. I feel like Felix just walks up to the statue and says, sorry, old chap, and then, like, taps him. <laughs> <laughs> More blood circles begin to appear. No! no. <laughs> I feel like we should hurry before ah, the yes. senator gets very angry good, very again. Very good, sure. Mm. Yes. I'm enjoying being the wrong. big himbo, but a lady that, like, just stands around and is like, oh, <laughs> the herbo? <laughs> the herbo? The um, shibo? Is it a, sh- yeah, shibo? Herbo? Any of those of you wish may make me an ultra-religion? Mm, nope. I uh, cannot, I and I shall not. I roll a 15 for a 24. For being the most religious person here, uh, I think I rolled a 4 for a 10. You don't do a that often. Um, Gwen rolls an 11 for an 18. Okay. So, yeah, Felix, while you're aware enough of this to go, I should probably channel because this looks like it's some form of undead thing. No, you haven't. You never really studied exorcism or removing haunts or any of the rest mm. of that stuff of the uh, the religious. I mean, quartet. that makes sense. Abadard probably doesn't do that much. No. Gwen, you've heard stories, and Cornelius, your studies into the occult and esoterica are a little bit more extensive. Where both of you are aware that this is a this was a haunt, meaning that it is not gone. Much like a ghost, it has to have whatever the issue is resolved for it to actually be uh, permanently destroyed. Let me guess, he wants immortality. You have no idea what. Yeah, we don't know. We we you can't know the motivation this. of a haunt, really. He has immortality. It's a joke, guys. Well, <laughs> well, the manifestation has stopped now. The senator will return. Gwen kind of motions down towards the door. Assuming well, it is the senator, but yes. Let's continue away from this place. Yes. He seems the most likely culprit. We should uh, not have our compatriots congregate in this area just no. in case. Oh, yes, certainly not. Absolutely not. That was very interesting. It would seem that the senator was also obsessed with uh, circles. Well, perhaps this is linked to his companion, Dagio. Or I wonder if it's part of the ritual. Mm. Ah, yes. Hmm. Well, regardless. Verity's going to step toward the door. You make your way forward. Suppose all the rest of you queue up. Yep. Push open the door. Step through to the opposite side. On the other side of the door is a small, for lack of an easier term, a vestibule, an antechamber, adjoining a much larger chamber immediately off towards the side beyond a large arch. It's to this larger chamber that your eyes are immediately drawn. A wide set of stairs descend into this tiered circular senate room, akin to an amphitheater or operating room. Around the area below, you can see numerous benches and chairs, although the chairs seem to have been collected into circular patterns, even outside of the greater circular patterns of the hall itself, which is one massive circular chamber with rings of circled desks descending down to the floor some 15 or 20 feet below, itself a large circle some 30 feet maybe 35 feet in diameter. Circular gouges mar the surface of the wooden walls, the floor, the tables, every available surface. While there are multiple circular scratches overlaying one another, joined by lines and scrawling, the greatest concentration of circles 
gathers, however, on the ceiling, the domed rotunda overhead, with numerous support beams crisscrossing from one side of the room to the other, and what looked to be a number of banners laid out above. Multicolored circles are inscribed with artistic phantasm surrounding a five-foot-wide hole in the ceiling at the very apex of this room. As you step out and look over this room, you can see that, again, this seems to have been probably a lecture hall in the distant past. In the center of the room, in the center of the floor below, you can see a radiating blast of scorched wood. In the very center, in a very odd reverse, you can see a shape that you can only describe as that of a man in a fetal position. Mm. Ah. Oh. In reverse. Oh. A single area of clear, unburnt yeah. ground. Ooh. Surrounded by a radius circle of destruction. Well. Ooh, it's a, uh, God, what is the term for that? Uh, it's not like nuclear shadow, it's, but... Yeah, it's like the shadows in, you know, Nagasaki Yeah, and exactly, like those, yeah. The room is not, however, unoccupied. Mm. In what seems to be a bizarre parody of the Senate above, as you open the door, as you step in, scores of heads turn towards you. What? what? Of over a hundred rats... Oh, oh nuts. Who stand or sit in the various chairs or tables, what? having been previously carrying on an oddly squeaking discourse that what? silences suddenly as you open did, the door. Did we just find the rescuers down under? <laughs> we, we it's the secret them. of Nim. <laughs> as you look to the far end of the room, sitting. He's a short, furry a creature. Oh, stack my God. of tomes. With a book open in his lap, covered in circular markings, like chalk or paint painted on his fur, is a three-foot-tall rat. What? He's a dire wearing rat. Wearing rings and earrings, necklaces and amulets about his chest, as a golden orb comprised of two circular rings spinning about one another hovers over his shoulder as he looks up curiously Is he a moon rat? As you enter into the room. <laughs> this is so cool. He stares across the distance towards you. Uh, I knew someone was down here. The circles told me I have been anticipating this. We're Sorry to interrupt, yes. but we're just trying to find our way to the surface. The rat places a bookmark into his tome and closes it, sets it to the side, and stands up to his feet. I see the paths that have led you here. Oh, God. Circles within circles within circles within circles, all intersecting. They have sent you. I'm sorry, but your immaculate circumference must be terminated here. What? I'm... The rat stands fully to his feet. I'm not a circle. Raises up a hand 
and begins to gesture runes into the air as dozens of runic circles begin to swirl around his outstretched oh hand. Oh He's my so God. cool. Why what? can't he be our friend? And I will need initiative from the party next time. <laughs> oh my gosh. My goodness. <laughs> I am not a circle. Oh I do not no, have a circumference. No. I was going to say oh our perfect circumference. What? This is, what? We don't no. have perfectly circular no. heads. That's not how Also a bunch of angry work. rats start to stand up to their feet. Uh -oh. oh, they're no. all going to swarm us. They're going to swarm us, man. I don't want to kill any rats. Unfortunately, they so may not give them, us any choices. Especially little senate rats. They're kind of adorable. <laughs> I know. I, yeah. I Sorry, love the idea that they were holding court. His little circles on his little body are cute. Zdagio oh the Great. <laughs> oh my gosh. How dare he be so cute mm -hmm. and want to murder us immediately. We could have done his bidding. Forget Eutropia. Zdagio. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? Where did that come no, from? Wait, no, this... Uh, All hell King Dagio. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dagio is a little... Uh, War for the crown. Got a dark horse. Loose. Even for a rat. <laughs> and I, for one, welcome our new rat overlords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As a noted TV personality, I'd like to remind him that I could be useful in rounding up others to toil in their, um, I don't know, bedding caves. <laughs> but, of course, uh, thank you all for joining us today. Thank you to our patrons who uh, who make up our very own senate of, uh, of amazing supporters. <laughs> Not the nice. rat senate, the, the Not people the rat senate. senate. Maybe the people senate. <laughs> Unless mm. you like rats. I mean, I personally oh, yeah. don't have You're anything to make wrong a rat. Yeah, some people want. like rats. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do want to thank a couple of them by name real quick. Uh, so first off, I would like to thank Sam Witch. Thank you, Sam Witch. I love it. I love it. I think Sam Witch has actually been a supporter for a long time. I, I recognize the handle from, I think, Twitter uh, early nice. on. And I would like to thank Bjorn Morin. Bjorn. Bjorn's such a good name. It's a good name. Bjorn. Bjorn's a great name, yeah. Uh, Bjorn. I would like to thank Aaron Meyer. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron. I would like to thank Philip Mueller. Thank you, Philip. That's also a name I've recognized. I recognize a lot of these names. I feel like I've sent these people items from our various reward tiers before. <laughs> oh, yes. No, definitely. <laughs> and I would like to thank uh, Simone Balesio. Or Balesio? Yeah. I love Italian names, but I'm always uh, a little worried I'm not pronouncing <laughs> them correctly. You think we'd be better at that, considering Hell's Rebels, yeah. but no. No, nah. yeah, we, we've learned nothing from Hell's Rebels. <laughs> we're, not, we're not Italian. We don't know nothing we've about it. We've learned nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I've, thumb. <laughs> I've, I've learned, learned I really like stuff. consumables in 2E, but... Uh, there you go. <laughs> That's what Italy will teach you, too. <laughs> consumables are good. Mmm, pasta. All right. Um, <laughs> and Pasta. I would like to thank uh, Katharina Sindelar, which just sounds like an awesome adventurer name. That does sound like an adventurer name. Great character name, for sure. Sindelar, especially. That's a yeah, great Sindelar, name. right? I'll have to remember that. Yeah, we're all like, let's steal this person's name. Let's steal, let's steal this person's name. <laughs> if you played a Thessalonian wizard with the last name Sindelar, that'd be really oh, tight. Yeah, with a name cool. like Katharina, I feel like it should be something for um, Reign of Winter. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, and of course, we do want to thank our uh, Find the Path tier patrons, as which are going to be uh, Anne here, Eric Junker, Gary S., Jessica Vetrelli. <laughs> Very bad at Italian names. We'll get it eventually. Kevin Etefe, uh, Louis Ellis, Lisa Junker, and TJ Kahn. Also, thank you for the uh, the wig, wig TJ. The wig. Yes. <laughs> I need you, Jordan. You have to show us this the wig on your head. I will show you guys the wig after this episode. <laughs> every time, sorry, this is a small side tangent. Every time that I think periwig, my brain actually goes to the strange case of Charles Dexter Ward. 
Mm. Because there's a That's section a in uh, in that Lovecraft short story where they're talking about the events that took place in the past, and at one point they bring up a judge, and they're like, "It's like the judge showed up in such in such rush that he w- didn't even have his traditional periwig, the largest <laughs> and most impressive in all of New England, on his head." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, like it's the serious case news. Of Charles Dexter Ward. That one's probably That's one of really my good. favorites. Do not call anyway. up that which you cannot put down. Yep. True. Regardless, though, thank you all to our various patrons and supporters. Uh, If you want to back us on Patreon, you can. You can, of course, follow the link down below and uh, feel free to uh, go on there. And if you have not actually already um, and you do not have the the time or effort or interest in uh, subscribing to our Patreon, well, we understand. Uh, However, it would be of great benefit to us if you did choose to go and leave us a review on iTunes or any other uh, service that you use, as uh, that does very much help our metrics and gets our numbers up and all of that other various business related statements so uh please go on there and uh and give us a positive review if you like the show if not don't <laughs> <laughs> if not why are you still listening if not, <laughs> <long's> <laughs> if if not thanks is... for giving us almost 20 episodes yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah right? <laughs> some dedication right there maybe we have some hate listeners mm-hmm. um and until next time good luck pathfinders good luck good luck out there watch out for rats i love this this is some of my favorite artwork this it's dodgy so oh, cute. It's it's so cute. Cute. pretty great if i, I love have a rat his little, like light orb thing is like a bunch of circles like um if i ever have a rat familiar i'm gonna have this rat as my familiar Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.